Hello there, and welcome to The True Podcast. I'm Josh Karam, and with me as always is Ted Karam. Hey guys. Now today, people are probably commenting, Avatar, Avatar, Avatar. There's been so much Avatar. Well, Avatar's amazing, and you've probably heard energy and vibration over and over again. Yes. And the latest trend has been we love doing intermediaries so much that The True Podcast has something to do sometimes with what we're talking about. So get ready. It's all about vibration. Yes. Uh, become become the master of all the elements right now because we're talking about vibration. So you always talk, and you could look at uh, earlier podcasts within True Podcast, and all about interaction, right? Like everything's right. coming from within. Right. Here's an interesting question that I'd like to start off with. You're there, right? and I'm here, your interaction and my interaction, okay? If you were to do something to me, isn't that outer action? <laughs> do I have control of that? So, like, how do people tune into this interaction and be the change? Like, why? Why is it just from within I have to solve this? Mm, great question. And, of course, it's like we say all the time, Josh, we have one foot in the physical world and one foot in the energetic world. And we're riding this bicycle. We're always finding a balance. And so on the, from the level of form, what our physical senses perceive, it appears as though I'm over here and you're yeah. over there, right? So it looks like everything is separate, right? Because why? We've talked about this before, but this is really good to remember. And it's worth talking about again. And that is because at the level of consciousness... Normal waking state consciousness where we are predominantly in beta brainwave patterns, we see only the surface level of reality. Yeah. Okay, remember? So there's a plant over there, there's you, there's me, there's that computer, there's that wall over there. It all looks separate. Yeah. But what are those things really? They're all what? They're waves. There it is. Upon <laughs> the ocean, okay? So again, in this realm of phenomenal universe... Everything looks separate, and quite often, for the most part, everything looks chaotic. There's no order. There's no harmony. There's Why? Because we're missing the unity. We're mm. not seeing the bigger picture, and the picture is so much bigger than we could ever imagine. And so what we want to do, coming back to as we talk about the physical senses, what are they? They're filters. They allow the passing of a certain range of vibration, and they translate that vibration into forms, into symbolism. That's what the senses do. This bodysuit that we're wearing is literally translating vibrational energy, no form, no shape, into phenomenal experiences. Yeah. We don't actually see with our eyes. What happens is certain energy, certain light vibrations in the realm that we call visual spectrum comes through the eye, right? The rods and cones are sensitive to those vibrations. Well, what happens? Along the optical nerve that connects to the eye, little impulses of energy show up. That's it, little spikes of energy. So you're looking at a beautiful sunset, or you're looking at the ocean, or you're looking at something absolutely breathtaking and magnificent, but where are you really seeing it? The eyes don't see. There's just little impulses of energy that come back along the optical nerve, and it's the brain it's the mind itself that creates the imagery. And it does so, remember we talked about, according to the principle of cymatics. What we're seeing, what we're hearing, right? Dogs and other animals hear in other realms. They hear things we humans don't hear. 
what we're touching, what we're tasting and smelling is just the very, very tip of the iceberg, very, very small part of this huge universe of energy soup that we live in Mm. that is part of our experience of reality. So again, just breaking it down, we see each other as separate. We experience each other separate when we are just on the surface level, normal waking state consciousness. If, however, we were to close our eyes, become still, sit still, and relax, and breathe, and come fully into the present moment, and quiet our minds, if we become perfectly still, we would have a transcendent experience where we would begin to, remember we talked about going from narrow band to broadband, going from that little individual wave, and we become one with the whole pond. We would begin to experience ourselves beyond our bodies. Yeah. Because we are far more than the highly focused consciousness, waking state consciousness that looks out and perceives and feels and senses through this body. Mm. So there's so much more to us than meets the eye. And where we are this energetic being where we realize this, we are one. There's really only one of us here. No one walks around like that usually day to day. We're not usually connected with that level of unity. But when we are very present, when we practice stillness, when we cultivate presence and poise and grace, when we're here now, our vibration is expanded Mm. and our awareness is elevated and raised and we begin to like remember the ocean waves on the surface of the ocean we begin to sink down so you as a wave sink down in the ocean i as a wave let's say we're both being present here yeah sink down in the ocean well once we sink down in the ocean we begin to realize oh my god we're one with everything the very life that is flowing through us the very water that is sustaining us the water that is constantly being renewed in us as a waveform as a form as a body in this world is the same water that's filling everything else. So we, we begin to sense and know our interconnectedness with all things. You're talking about water, so uh, I see a, <laughs> a mass of energy right there on a the table. Yes. Uh, let's jump into jumping on water, and I wanted to stop myself from saying that, but I couldn't, <laughs> I just had to say it. Because we're, t- we're talking about reality, right? And like since we're all vibrations, how do we change that? And you know what's great? We were just talking about this, remember, on... The Avatar, uh, the yeah. the last airbender, where the lion turtles, these ancient beings, they said in the era before the Avatar, we did not try and bend the elements hmm. with the world out there, right? Because they knew the world out there is what? Reflection of what's yeah. in here. They knew that everything, as they sow, so shall they reap. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. They lived that awareness. They knew that consciousness. And so they weren't attempting to manipulate the reflection. We didn't try to bend the elements of the hmm. world. Instead, we bent the energy within ourselves. So they were energy benders. And what does that mean? As Mahatma Gandhi said, that's just being the change that you wish to see reflected in the mirror of life. Like you're saying, Josh, how do I change that situation? I'm unhappy with that. I'm unhappy with this. The immediate response is to try and point out there and and say, that's the problem. Let's change that. As opposed to realizing the deeper truth. That's only on the level of the surface level of consciousness where everything is separate. The deeper truth is we're all one. When we sink down into the depths of our being, we realize as the oracle, remember when Neo went to see the oracle, right? Yeah. In the movie The Matrix. Don't try and bend the spoon, Neo. Hmm. That's impossible. Instead, realize the truth. And he goes, what truth? Yeah. (laughs) 
There is no no spoon, spoon. right? There is no spoon. There is no problem that you're really seeing out there. It really is the truth. That is a reflection of your own energy. Collectively, where we are one. So what we want to do is we want to come home and realize that there is no spoon, and then we realize it's only ourself that bends. Mm. Like the lion turtles say, we bend the energy within ourselves. So today we want to talk about, like you said, Josh, this is a reminder that it's all vibration. What's all vibration? Everything. Why? Because everything is energy. That's the quantum model. There is no physical substance. When we get right down to it, even the things that appear physical are just bundles of energy of different vibration. So it's all in your vibration. This is a call again, a reminder to take that inner action every day, right? Most of the time we don't do that. We want to have the things we think we need so that we can finally do the things we want to do Mm. so that we can ah, be the person we want to be, right? And that's backwards, completely backwards. We want to instead encourage you to remember that you are already what you're looking for. So we want you to tune into that amazing version of yourself and we want you to be it now. Be the ultimate you. Be that vibration. If you were living that life and if you were having the things you think you want to have, who would you be? Mm. How would you act? How would you feel? And embody that now. Be it now. If you feel that vibration of the completion of your heart's desire here and now, what does that do? As we've talked about before, it tunes you in. It changes your vibration. And just like there are hundreds of TV signals in the air and you could tune into the bad luck channel or the the horror channel and wow, life is just terrible. It's very dark there, right? Mm. That's a real reality for a lot of people. That's a real channel of existence. But you don't have to tune into it. You don't have to continue to put your focus there. You don't have to continue to think about all that's bad and negative in the world and focus on fear and unknown and uncertainty. You can instead change your tune. You can Mm. change your vibration. Remember, whatever your attention goes, your life-giving energy flows. This is a calling again to be the truth, be the completion of our hearts through desire. Feel like it's already done. And then as we are being it, we'll naturally do what we would do as that person as that whole person, as that person in love, as that person making a difference, as that person empowered, healthy, vibrant, we'll naturally do the things that that person would do and we shall find that we will have the things that that vibration will have. So with the Good Luck Channel, right? That's a channel (laughs) that you could tune into. People could be like, I've been tuning into the Good Luck Channel. I've been like feeling good. I've been sending out good vibrations, but that hasn't happened yet. So maybe life really is the Bad Luck Channel and I got to tune back into that because I'm not meant to have that that thing that I want at the end of the tunnel. How then, when people are vibrating at a point of, I want that, and that's my good luck channel, because by the end of the good luck show, I'm going to have my reward. Right, right, How do we get past that? Because (laughs) that feels though that causes people to go into the bad luck channel. Yes, they get depressed. My life isn't, it's everything sucks, life sucks, and then you die. That's the mentality we adopt as a a culture, right? What we need to do is, is use certain little tools to get us back to get our vibration back recalibrated here and now with the best in you, with the light in you, with the magnificence in you. And how do you do that? You can't keep focusing on not being there, Mm -hmm. okay? What keeps us from it is our attention to the, the fact that it's not there. Yeah. So, well, am I just going to lie to myself and tell myself I'm already healed, I'm already whole? No, you don't lie to yourself. But what you want to do is remind yourself 
of the truth. You're already believing a lot of things that are not true. Be hyphen leaving. Mm. Be hyphen leaf. Belief. When you hyphen that word, we're being a lie already. Why? Because we're not seeing the big picture. We're not seeing the magnificence that's here already. We're not seeing the that all that our heart truly desires, all the good our heart desires already is right here, right now. It's not something we need to make happen or create it's something we tune into and allow to come to through in and as us to flow through us so one of the most important things to changing our vibration so we're not looking at well i don't have that i want that they have that he or she has that whenever we say i want something we're not living in this moment Hmm. we're living from a place of lack we're offering whether you believe it or not whether you realize it or not and most of the time we don't realize it consciously, we're offering a vibration of lack and limitation whenever we say we want something. Oh, I need to have that. I want that. I, I won't be happy till, we, mm. till this happens, till that happens, till we get there, till I have this. And what happens is, is we, we don't realize it, but we're actually offering the very opposite vibration of what we want, the completion of that, the wholeness of it. If you felt as if you already had it, when you're living in the present moment, and you are one with the totality of life, you're so whole and complete. You're so filled with, with love and life and, and, and vitality and energy. There's nothing you lack. There's nothing you want. So you want to be cultivating that. One of the best ways to do that is by nurturing an attitude of gratitude, mm-hmm. coming into that place where, okay, yeah, maybe you're not completely healed or maybe you don't have the the perfect job or maybe you don't have the abundance that you're needing right now to take care of you and your family or whatever it is or you don't have the love in your life that you've been wanting. Whatever it is that you think you're lacking, let go of that and instead turn your attention upon all the blessings in your life, Mm. the things you're grateful for. Like we'll pet the dog, right? We'll pet Truffy or something. Turn your attention to how blessed you truly are. Look at the things you do have and count your blessings, each and every one. Number one, will allow you to see that you are truly blessed, even when, you, when it appears you have nothing. Just being blessed in being here. You begin to realize that, oh my God, life is a miracle and it's a gift. And just being here, still in this game, in this world, just being present here is a blessing. And look at all the things that you that you're you're blessed with. And as you've you know, I always think about our family, the kids, yeah. and you guys, and and all the blessings we have. And when you feel blessed, now all of a sudden you're unif- that unifies you with the whole of life again, and you're no longer feeling lack. You're feeling abundant. And that's important because when you're watching the Good Vibration Channel. You're feeling good because there's things that are good in life. That tuned you into the and good vibration. You, yeah. you get lost then because that is kind of heading into, oh, no, life isn't good when you think the good vibration channel is going to lead to something always because it's already there. It's already there. It's, it's already always there. Yeah. there. Omnipresent good is, yeah. period, done. And not always. to say it won't lead to anything because, of course, it good will always change. Will lead. Yeah. We're waves upon the ocean. So that water is always moving, always dancing. The only constant here is change. But... When we stay connected with that good, when we stay connected with that God force, that that universal intelligence and that light within us and all around us, that's what we're vibrating. That's what we send out. That's what we see reflected back to us 
in the mirror of life. It looks maybe by chance or haphazard, good luck, bad luck, but it's it all has to do with our vibration. And so what's so important is to remember that, to keep that in mind, because it's easy, easy, <laughs> it's easy, easy, easy to forget. Yeah, How do no, I know? Definitely. I'm raising my hand. I forget it all day long, every day, and have to continually remember mm. and recalibrate my vibration on all the blessings in my life, recalibrate our vibration on the peace and serenity and the grace of this moment and not be lost in the mind with thoughts about reality, but living here and now in reality. All right, we were teasing the book, so it's time to open yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, yeah, we're, we'll jump into jumping on water here. So again, what we're... <laughs> it's contagious. Well, it's I'm contagious. Sorry, yeah, you started it. No. Um, so again, what we want to do is remember that I'm reading a chapter here called Painting Your Own Reality. We're going to read a little story out of here. That we do live into our own vibration. Why? How do we live into it? We're, we're broadcasters. We're like TV, radio transmitters. What we send out is reflected back to us. So what, what do we want to be sending out? We want to be painting, holding a vision in our mind, painting a beautiful reality, mm. one full of love and joy and creativity. And when we're not feeling that way, when we're not experiencing that, it's only because we're not tuned in. Mm. We're not tuned into it. How can we, what's one way we can change our tune? We can remember to paint the reality we want. So let me read this. This is Painting Your Reality. And it's all, the chapter is Begin Within. So it's all about start within, be it first, you'll naturally do it, and then you'll have it. You'll have the things you want. Why? Because that's the natural unfoldment, the flowing of the energy. So here's the story. It was the first day of class. The painting instructor was an old gentleman who began by stating, the secret to painting is to realize that everything you create upon your canvas starts with a picture you hold steady in your mind. He asked us to take out our brushes and paint a simple portrait of him as he stood before the class. Let's see what kind of raw talent we have here, he said. You have three minutes. Begin. No sooner did we start painting when he began to move, walking all around the front of the room. This went on for a few moments before someone shouted out in frustration, how do you expect us to paint your portrait if you keep moving? Exactly, he said. Saying nothing more, he continued to stroll about the room. When the three minutes were up, he asked, okay, put your brushes down. Let's see, how did we do? Most everyone, including myself, didn't have anything but the first few strokes on the page. We had all given up, with the exception of one girl. She had actually painted his profile, and it wasn't that bad. Very good, he said to her. He then turned to the rest of us and asked, So what have we learned? The class was silent. The professor slowly went back and sat down in his chair. After a minute or so, which seemed like an eternity, he softly spoke. My dear students, the first lesson I have to teach you is to not sit idly waiting for the world to show you what you want to see. Instead, create it in your imagination. Hold fixed your vision and paint from there. That's good. It was Vincent Van Gogh who said, this is a quote from Vincent Van Gogh, the famous painter, I dream my painting and then I paint my dream. And this is what we want to remember in life because, gosh, in the last year, we're just waiting for the world to change, waiting for things to get better, waiting for it to be safe to do this and to that. And of course, of course, it's important to take the outer actions, 
and to take the precautions that you feel you need to. And yet at the same time, there is an infinitely powerful being within you that is longing to come forth, is longing to be expressed and to literally transform our lives, to be birthed again in a, in a higher state of consciousness. To accomplish great things, we must not only act, but also dream, not only plan, but also believe. That's Anatole France. It's so important, Josh, because it's so it's so easy to forget. Like when we were talking about Star Wars and the and Luke. Yeah. It's so easy these days to just feel deflated, defeated, mm. stuck, trapped. Remember when Luke was trying to raise the ship yeah. out of the swamp in Dagobah, right? And he, he, he tried and he started to. And that's what you may feel right now. You may feel like in this year you've started to and you've tried, but now we're two months into the year and, you know... Things just aren't happening. This mm. just doesn't work. I'm just never going to get there. Don't believe those stories. Don't believe them one bit. They're not true. And so, you know, Luke finally gives up. And what happened? Yoda lifts it out of the swamp. And also, that's that's everyone's opportunity to become a Return of the Jedi, Luke. Because the entire beginning for Luke is complaining on where he wants to be. Right. And, you know, his mind is never where he is or what he is doing. It's so true. And right. it's funny you brought up the um, the Vincent Van Gogh thing because I find there's so many people who are like, stop daydreaming. Like, that's such a waste of time. But if you're dreaming of something now, then it's there. That's the only yeah. way anything's come into this world. The daydreamers had the courage to dream it and yeah. not give up on their dream. That's the reason we have anything man-made, anything that humanity has created came from someone's dreaming, hmm. came from the people of the time saying, you're crazy or that will yeah. never happen. The only way to know what's possible is to believe in the impossible because that is what becomes possible in the future. Hmm. So it's so important not to give up, you know, and to continue with remembering that you're already it. Yeah. You're already blessed. You are already what you're looking for. You're already the answer, the solution. You are already the idea. You are already the power, the resolve, the courage, the strength. You are the light of the world. And if you connect with that source in you, you'll remember that. So that's why we want to keep coming back to you know unifying with source. Carl Jung said, until we make the invisible visible, it will rule our lives, it will dictate our reality, and we'll just call it fate, our destiny. We won't even know, right? Because it's unknown. That's the unknown forces. We need to be first unified with the whole of life and then acting from mm. there because now the whole moves through us. So again, be it now. I want to encourage you to be it now. Feel as if you're already the person you wish to become. You know what? Let's take it just a few minutes. This is just worth it, okay? So do your practices where whatever it is that you do, whether it's yoga or walking or sitting still and meditating, whatever you do in the morning, hopefully you have a daily practice where you just tune in to the whole of life. Where you just get still, you get quiet, you get present. It causes you to become unified with excellence. That's where you make your communion with source. You come into union with source. You make your atonement, your atonement. So do that or just take a few minutes and just enter the present moment right now and just breathe. And now allow a picture to show up in your mind, in your mind's eye, in your imagination of your ideal life situation, the way you want it to be right now. What does it look like? Maybe it's just about being healthy or a loved one, healthy and vibrant and, and radiant and whole. 
How does that feel? Close your eyes and really imagine it's already done. How does that mm-hmm. feel? How do you feel? Are, are you yeah, thinking of something? Good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, imagine that you have the resources, the ideas, the creativity to make a difference and to serve and to be helping mm-hmm. in a way that you were born to help, in a way that you were born to give. See yourself doing that. How does that feel? Imagine that you are absolutely, totally, and completely in love with life, with your with family, with friends, with your partner, with, with everyone and everything. Life just becomes beautiful and magic again. Well-being abounds. Kindness and compassion abound. Why? Because we're all, we realize that we are unified. We realize that we're all one family. There's only one of us here. How does that feel? And allow yourself to really feel it. And the next time your mind doubts or feeds you the stories of separation and lack and fear and frustration, remember, don't believe what your mind is telling you. Choose to remember the truth. Keep yourself here and now in the present moment connected with the magic of life. Because as you do, you literally transform your vibration. And it's your vibration. Remember, all is vibration. There's this principle in energy dynamics called resonance. Like resonates with like. From music and all your musical Mm. training, that if you have two pianos sitting side by side next to each other, you press the middle key of A440 cycles per second, 440 hertz. You press it and it will cause the string in the other piano to start to vibrate. Mm. Why? Because they're vibrationally connected. They're in tune with each other. The good you're looking for, that your heart desires, already is. Yeah. And if you strike the right tune, if you become a vibrational match with it, it will come alive mm. and it will reveal itself to you in the mirror of life. So we want to remember that truth. We want to, you want to remember your own inner power to not only take that outer action that you've been taking, continue to do that, but remember the power you have in taking the inner action. And as you take that outer action, trust yourself. Things don't always work out just the way they're supposed to right Mm -hmm. away, right? Remember that it's okay to continue to take that outer action and to step into the unknown, that unprecedented space that we're all finding ourselves in right now, and be okay with that. Failure way to success. Well, what's this failure way to success all about? It means that, well, there's no failures. There's only experiences in life through which we learn and grow. Mm. There's no success and failure. It's just the next experience. And when we're connected with the whole of life, that next experience is magnificent and it's beautiful and it's on purpose. So take that outer action, take the interaction, and don't be afraid to adapt. Don't be afraid to change because we're all being called to change right now. You know, release that resistance to change. Very important. And getting comfortable with befriending, in fact, the unknown, the uncertainty in our times right now. Well, how do you do that? By making the unknown known. As Carl Jung said, you need to make those invisible patterns visible. How do you do that? Practice stillness. Practice because through stillness, through being present. Practice presence. Practice being non-reactive. What happens when you do that? You no longer feed those reactive patterns. You no longer feed that wolf of separation, the bad wolf, that keeps you in the negative emotions, the negative vibrations, offering and attracting. Practice 
being present, living in that state of grace with everything you do, do in a state of grace. What does that do? It unifies you with the whole of life. Now you become an instrument in the grand symphony of life, playing in harmony with the whole of existence. And there's nothing like that. That's like Joe and the movie Soul. Mm. It looks like it's playing the piano. That turns him on. It looks like our passion. But it's really that unification with the real you, the whole of life. So step forward into the unknown. Take the action. Know that you have the power. You have the intelligence. You have the wisdom. You have the higher force behind the entire universe in you. And it wants to express through you and it wants to give and it wants to serve. So don't be afraid to step forward. Lao Tzu said, people usually fail when they are on the verge of success. So give as much care to the end as to the beginning. The fear of not getting to where you want to be is far more crippling than the failure itself. Here's a few people that we've known to be successful in history, like Dr. Seuss, his first children's book. It was rejected 27 times before finally being published. It then went on to sell more than 100 million copies. He just never gave up. Mm. Walt Disney, we're big Disney fans, was fired by a newspaper editor who said he lacked imagination and had no good ideas. This is Walt Disney. Yeah. Right? Walt Disney then went bankrupt several times before finally becoming successful. Thomas Edison's childhood teacher told him he was too stupid to learn anything. He tried more than a thousand different filament materials before finally successfully inventing the incandescent light bulb. Mm. If you ask Edison, he would say, I've not failed a thousand times. I have successfully discovered a thousand ways not to make a light bulb. There it is, yeah. And he never gave up. Abraham Lincoln suffered a nervous breakdown in 1836. He experienced numerous defeats when running for positions in the Senate and Congress as Speaker and Vice President. Yet despite his many setbacks, he was elected President in 1860 and became one of America's greatest leaders. It was Confucius who said, Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. So step into the unknown. It's all new. It's all different. You're being called to reinvent yourself. We all are. But know you have within you the power behind the entire universe with a wisdom and intelligence that already knows the exact right action for you to take. But you need to, you need to remember to keep tuning into it. Don't rely just on yourself. Don't believe the thoughts your mind are telling you. Tune into the source of life. Tune into the good that's here now. Tune into that larger, higher power and let it fill you. It's good to end with all those examples that you hear over time of these people who failed for a while or considered failing. But as Edison put it, it's just success. It depends just, how you look at it, right? Just experiences through which we learn and grow. Yeah. So just to get down to a little bit of a... Uh, business here uh this is the real you podcast uh you could listen to it on podbean or apple podcast or spotify so make sure you like and subscribe on whatever platform you like to listen to and you could learn more about the real you through the real you.net which is t-h-e-r-e-a-l-u.net there you could find jumping on water the book written by ted Karam that is on sale on the website also sign up for the newsletter learn what's coming out Learn about the real you and start not only tuning into this podcast, but tuning into the real you. Thank you. 
This program is copyrighted in 2021 by Chrysalis Point. Thanks for listening.